thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, researchers from the University of Cincinnati are investigating whether helpful bacteria may be used to help break down and destroy cancers. The study, published in the journal Advanced Healthcare Materials, looked at solid cancers, such as those that affect the breast and the prostate, as these form a barrier around themselves of collagen and hyaluronic acid that can be hard for antibodies and immune cells to penetrate. Using E. coli nislae, a bacteria that has been used as a probiotic for around 100 years, and redesigning it to carry an enzyme that would break down the cancer's extracellular matrix. They used E. coli nislae, a bacteria that has been used as a probiotic for around 100 years, and redesigned it to carry an enzyme that would break down the cancer extracellular matrix. The lead author of the study suggested the bacteria tend to thrive in a low oxygen and immunodeficient environment, two characteristics found in solid cancers. Because of this, the specially designed bacteria are naturally drawn to these cancers. In this study, the bacteria was delivered intravenously for four to five days, allowing it time to find the tumours and begin to break down its defences, and also to show that the bacteria did not attack other healthy organs like heart, lungs, liver or brain. This always comes with a word of caution as to how you can utilise this strategy without causing any sepsis or other overt infections in the body, the lead author said. He went on to say that if this therapy proves successful, there may be many other potential uses for bacteria in both treating conditions and also targeting drug delivery. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my thoughts on this is that firstly, this is some pretty cool stuff they are doing. Uh, It is amazing what these doctors can do um, and what they can do in this crisis care model. You know, so often on this show, we talk about things from more of a wellness care model of what we can do to promote healthy lifestyles in terms of diet and exercise and movement and all of those sort of things. However, there is still a time for crisis care. And when it comes to end-stage crisis management, I think there's some pretty cool stuff that the medical establishment have been able to do, whether that be treating people who've had you know, severe traumatic injuries, whether that's plastic surgeries that help people recover and regain function after those injuries, or whether it's things like this of, of treating end-stage cancers and different ways they can go about trying to attack it and trying to get things back on track. Having said that, I also think that we still need to put a lot more time, a lot more effort, and a lot more money into prevention, right? Because it's really cool to be able to do something about these cancers when people get to this stage, but it would be even cooler if we could prevent people from getting to that stage. And we know that at the moment in Australia, about 2% of our healthcare budget goes on prevention. Most of that actually goes on early detection, which To be honest, I wouldn't even define as prevention. I think it's great if we can detect detect things early. I think that's really helpful and it's really useful. But it'd be even better if we could figure out how to stop creating it in the first place. So, you know, in the case of this study, I think it's important to remember that our bodies are actually more bug than human. And so, who knows what sort of beneficial effects those bugs are having in our bodies and who knows just how much damage we have done with all of the bug-killing things that we do in our society. You know, whether that is overuse of antibiotics, whether that's uh, in our farming or whether that's prescription medications, you know, whether that's the chlorine that we put in our water, whether that's the alcohol we consume, whether that's 
you know, all of the other you know, dietary factors that can have a harmful, you know, too much sugar, too much coffee, too much alcohol, that can have a harmful effect of the bacteria in our gut and potentially also the bacteria in the rest of our body as well because this is a great reminder that, you know, this study talks about bacteria being in cancers, uh, that that is a normal thing. You know, the bacteria don't just exist in your gut. You know, they don't just exist in your skin and in your nose and your mouth, but actually bacteria can exist right throughout your body, obviously in smaller numbers um, and carefully managed and controlled by your body so that it doesn't end up in, as this study says, in sepsis and things like that. But it's fascinating to think that those bugs are there and may well in many people be helping prevent uh, cancers from developing further. Um, once again, we can't say that uh, definitely from this study because in this study, they, they altered those bacteria specifically make them do that. But it does make me wonder whether some of those bacteria do actually do that anyway um, and have an effect on maintaining the balance of our body and helping us deal with problematic cells and cancers and things like that. So, you know, it does really raise the question of, well, what if we didn't kill so many of those bugs? You know, how much are we destroying the balance in our ecosystem? And could that be having a lot more effects on things like cancer than we realize? So, you know, make sure you look after your bacteria. There's lots of them in there in your body and they're likely helping you in ways that we don't even know yet. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.